This is Father's Day month. This is the Father's Day month episode. The Father's Day episode for Father's Day. For fathers of the Father's Day episode. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Colors of Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Cedric Weatherspoon, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Dr. Asia King, licensed professional clinical counselor. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Don't be bringing a band to my show. I should have been like a a songwriter for shows. I would have been good. Anyway. You can't sing, um, though. This, I do sing. You know what? I'm not going there. This episode is a heartfelt one. We're being silly, but I think this one is so important. We want the loss of a parent. I was just thinking about that today. My mom lost her dad. I think it's been 11 years now. He died the week of the the celebration of the 10-year anniversary of September 11th. Mm. So from whatever the 10 year anniversary of September 11th up until now, that's how long he's been gone. I think it's been 11 years. Mm. And I remember my mom not really having her dad around. You know, he kind of went off and did his own thing. But when he did come like back around, it was beautiful, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, and she got to take care of him the last couple of years of his life. And so, you know, we want to, Really hold and honor people who are listening, whether you're a dad or a mom or a sibling or whatever, whoever you are. And the loss of a male figure, the loss Mm -hmm. of a dad, whether you knew your father, whether you didn't know your father, whether you lost a father figure, Hmm. you know, the loss of a male, I'm not even going to say role model because not every male figure is a role model. But just a male figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, so, and you have to look yeah. at losses too. You know, you can have a parent with you, a father, but they're not present. Ah, so yeah, 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 I yeah. want I right. want to acknowledge that that's a loss too, and not right. having a, a father in your life that's that's present and that's available to you, or like in our case, a lot of people lost their father through incarceration. Mm -hmm. Um, And so those things are very important, too, is so when we're considering loss, it's like all of those things is yes, yes and yes, because it's still the grief process. You do a lot of grief work around loss. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. I mean, loss is loss. The burden is there. But, you know, those physical losses when when the person is not present at all physically, is it Mm -hmm. all the reconciling and all the things that you can do? It kind of goes in the goes away. Um, yeah. But there's ways that you can reconcile and be okay. Right, right, yeah. I think about like my father is still living, and I just think about like I think about the mortality. You know, because your parents. I think the worst thing that can happen is the loss of a parent. Yeah. I think, yeah. Or a, chi- and, or a child, too. I mean, child. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. or a child. Yeah, absolutely. But it, but it also depends, too, because not all parents are good or healthy. 
Mm-hmm. So like when I think about the loss of my dad, not that he's not gone, but mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like, man, I really need to enjoy him while he's here. Does he frustrate me? Absolutely. Does he get on my nerves sometimes? <laughs> Absolutely. But like one day that's going to go away. And then what? Nothing. Right. It's, it's yep. the biggest. I lost my parent, my father, like in 2013. And he and I lost my mother the year before. So the, you know, a good therapist friend of mine, Jim Nelson, told me, he said, you never really grow up until you lose both of your parents. Because at at the point, what he meant is, you know, like you have your parents, your parents hold a lot of your legacy, how your Mm. your worldview, they have a lot of influence on how you kind of roll. And mm-hmm. if if things go bad and if you got healthy parents, you can always go back. Even if you have unhealthy parents, you always go back to like, oh, this is the way I grew up. You, we hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was raised this way. I ain't doing right. X, yeah, Y, yeah, and Z. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when I lost my dad, it's like that was my last parent. And mm-hmm. the way that story went was, you know, like I was being inducted into my college hall of fame. And for basketball, and that was a very, like, important milestone to me. And Mm -hmm. I wrote him out an invitation, like, he, you know, he's going to be there, you know. And so I was prepping for that, but I never, I wasn't prepping for him not to be there because he was riding Mm -hmm. his bike, he was healthy, he was doing his thing. It's like, this Mm -hmm. dude right here handling his business, he's going to live to be 200. He might outlive me. But all of a sudden, boom, now it's like he's having health, uh, acute health problems. And then, like, from there, he just kind of spiraled out. But to just sit up, I remember, you know, sitting up and doing my speech, man. That was, and looking out into the crowd, it was like, man, I can't even invite my parents here. You know, and and this whole notion, oh, they're here in spirit. Yeah, I get that Mm. part. But that physical Mm -hmm. form... To them, see all the hard work that they did over the years to get me to where I need. But here's an accomplishment that they could be a part of and be proud of Mm -hmm. and be celebrated. So it was just an uh, empty air. You know, even though my in-laws was there, I have a good relationship with my father-in-law, which was good. But it was just, just sitting there. It's like, man, this is one empty spot. You know, Mm. so it's emptying the whole emptiness that comes with it, you know, and this is on the front end, you know, when it's fresh, you know, you can't pick up the phone and say, hey, dad, my uh, the event I came to, I wish it was here. It was good. You know, I took some pictures. Let me send you some pictures, X, Y and Z and and hearing their voice. It's like you can't do that no more. Right. So it's like my, my grandma used to say, give me my flowers now. Because uh, right. when I'm dead, I ain't going to be able to enjoy them. And so mm-hmm. that's the whole piece. It's like, man, that was a different space. I mean, that, mm. that emptiness and not having that that resource that was always there, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not there no more. It's you. So whatever. You You're the dad. Whatever they left behind, you got to pull from. So you're, that's their you're the legacy. Yep. Right. You're the legacy. What do you do to honor your father? Well, I kind of honor him as keeping his little sayings he used to say a lot. 
he used to always say when he was, he would shake his head, no, you know, I do that now. It's like, no. And they was like, no, my kid's like, no, what? Why do you keep doing that? Because that's how I keep his memory alive. It's just imitating right. his mannerism. And then also thinking about some of the lessons that he's taught, you know, it's like he left the physical form, but he left tons of lessons about how to be a spiritual loving father or how to have a relation, a fun relationship with your kids because he mm-hmm. loves, he's an avid fisherman and my son, one of my sons really liked to fish. I don't fish very well, but I do okay. <laughs> but you know, that piece and also just trying to, you know, he had a certain calmness about him. Like he would get upset, but you would never know it because he'd just be so calm. Like he gets quiet in his upset. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's those pieces and just remembering that and remember how he used to love pound cake and all the things that he loved. And every time I walked past some sunny delights, I was like, that probably put him in his grave. Pound cake and sunny delight. But (laughs) a a, a diet for winners. So just the memories eventually, because that's all you have, you know, at the end of the day, that's all you have. You have those memories and those legacies and you can pass those legacies on to your sons and your kids. And so he left a lot, even though he's not physically here, but he left a lot. Right. And I think that is so important. Like you said, it's the imprint that they leave. You know, it's the imprint, it's the lessons. You know, like one of my dad's favorite sayings is, uh, you can't be out here looking like a raggedy mango seed. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can't be out here looking like a a wet noodle. (laughs) You know, if you, my dad has a few. If you, if you let them push you around, they always going to take your lunch money. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) And so, like you said, just the things... You know, your your dad embodies, you embody your dad. Mm-hmm. And these are the parts that your boys watch and your grandkids will watch and they will move down and move down and move down. And that's that's how you continue legacy is that it's the traditions, it's the sayings, mm-hmm. it's the mannerisms, it's the is who they are yep. that lives in this and it shows up every single day. Yeah. You know, it shows up every single day. And I think I think that's beautiful. But, you know, right now, you know, making sure that we give them their roses now, you know. Yeah. And I, I think the the thing is, it's just I think most of the time it's just spending spending time. I mean, yeah. like, you know, we both had experience with being in Germany. So, you yeah. know, one of the things that I really appreciated over there is. Well, just international altogether is how they respected their elders and how much spending time with them. What did that mean? That meant a lot. And so really, while while they're on this earth, you're not only thinking about them, you're like physically spending time with them. You're caring Mm -hmm. for them. You're supporting them. It just gives, when we think about, you know, with all the, chaos going on and all how people continue to age over time, you know, over like as time goes on, you know, those little small moments where you can say, I'm going to my grandma's house or I'm going to my dad's house and and, and just eat supper. Because it, like when I was younger, that was intentional. Like my older family was like, okay, we're all going to grandma's house and we're going to go, we're going to sit mm-hmm. down and eat. 
And as time went on, that has, you know, and we all start to get older, that wasn't a thing anymore. Like, you don't go to mm-hmm. your dad's house every Sunday. You know, everybody knew this is where we don't plan on, on Sunday because we're going over here and we're spending time with the grandparents. Some people still continue that legacy. But as time goes on and we go on, move from the Internet generation and as we, you know, have modes and methods to be able to move around more, I think mm-hmm. that gets that gets lost. And so yeah. we don't get the information that we need. And so when it's time for that person or that parent to pass away, then you're sitting there looking like, man, I wish I would have spent a lot more time. Or, man, I wish I would have asked them this question. You know, right. it's just a wrap. And just like, you know, like people grieve over that, you know. And my, my dad used to say, you know what, do what you can right now, but li- live life with no regrets. So if, that's right. If you give your person a hundred percent of you and what you can give to them, when that time comes, then you're able to say, you know, job well done. Like they say in church, it was like, okay, well done, my son or my daughter, mm, my faithful servant. My faithful servant. You can say That's that, right. but if you didn't treat that person right, you didn't treat the person with respect or you didn't engage in a positive relationship, then sometimes you have to, like, you got to reconcile that in some other way. But it needs to be reconciled. Like, carrying that burden and that emptiness and that regret, just because you can't say it physically to them, is other ways that you can kind of honor them and you can reconcile that. And it might be you, the stuff that you kind of used to do, you might need to kind of like stop doing the stuff that you used to do to make the relationship that you had with your parent toxic. Mm, yeah. So that might it's be different. A, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot that has to do with just being able to mend these relationships and carry on tradition. I think it's, who is it? Is it Nas? He has a song called Carry On Tradition. And he talks about how we as people, as community, as family, we've got these things that we do that we've got, we have a responsibility to hand the baton. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got the responsibility to hand the baton, but it's hard to do when you're absent, when you're not present, when you are emotionally distant, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why it's like now, whatever we didn't get before, be intentional about getting that now yeah. and giving it now. You know, because there's a chance. There's a chance to break those generational patterns. Well, All you, right. you know, with one of my favorite songs, I think if you ever want to explore a song or a story about, you know, how life really moves along while you're watching, is Bonnie Raitt's uh, Love in the Nick, Nick of Time. Thank you for me. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I'll, I'll tell you a piece. She has this piece in here. She said, um, "You see, your folks are getting old, and you watch your bot their bodies change, and they see the. Sa- I know they see the same in me, and it makes us both f- feel strange. No matter how you tell yourself, that's what we all go through. But those lines are pretty hard to face when they're staring back at you. Wow." 
See, that's all you had to do was a spoken mm. spoken mm. word, mm. you know, mm. just mm. spoken word. But it, 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 it speaks to, in our busyness, time is going on. People are getting sick. They're doing things are going. Our folks are moving, too. As you get old, your folks are getting old, too. And they see you see them, they get that hair getting gray and they don't look the same way as they used to. They ain't as fit and strong as they used to be. And they see you growing up and you're you're growing into your own self. That dynamic, it, it means like, okay, we have to slow it down and spend time. But we haven't, if we don't do that, I think that's where the regrets set in. It's like we're not paying attention to time and time is moving. Both of us. We're moving Without, together. Yeah. Whether whether you wanted to or not, whether you wanted to or not. I I tell my kids all the time, all right, you better appreciate me. I ain't gonna be here forever. <laughs> you, I ain't gonna be here forever. And in their minds, you, they just roll their little eyes because they're like, man, you ain't going nowhere. You're not getting and I just I found three gray hairs in my head yesterday. Mm. I said, look at what y'all did. Y'all aging me. Y'all aging me. Like Y'all better appreciate me. I ain't gonna be here for It's like you that's God's work, not ours. That's right. That's right. But I think you know that great conversation because Father's Day, just like Mother's Day, not everybody has a parent. Mm-hmm. Not everybody had a a great parent, parent, a present parent, a loving parent. You know, some parents were more harmful than helpful. But I don't think that takes away from the pain of having a parent, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we always long for our parents in some way, shape, or form. Yes. You know, so takeaway, I think the takeaway for me is, yeah, I mean, appreciate your parents. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the people that are around. Appreciate the people that are in your life. Appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Give them their flowers now. Spend time. Put phones down. Be attentive. Look up. Eat. Break bread. You know, I called my grandma yesterday. It was like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> Nothing. What you doing? Watching Judge Judy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's all. Just uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and what I'm doing. That's time. Yeah. That's time. I call my sister about 20 million times in a day. What you doing? Nothing what you're doing. You same, know, same but, thing I was doing 10 minutes ago. Same thing I was doing 10 minutes ago. Girl, let me tell you, girl. <laughs> I call my aunt, call my mom. You know, it's about being present mm-hmm. and checking in with your folks and creating space to let them know that you care, you love them, you're thinking about them, and, you know, feed into your life because when it's done, it's, it's done. And the only thing you're going to have is the memory. And what you can carry on. And like my dad told me, don't be out here in these streets looking in like a raggedy mango seed. <laughs> and don't let them take your lunch money because they always going to try to take it if you let them. Yeah. So. Well, I, I, have a, I have a couple of things where, first of all, for people who have lost your father and carrying the burden, losing a father, grief is a long process. It ebbs and flows. And when you grieve, you know, like we talked earlier about showing emotion. It's okay to show emotion and be sad because you lost somebody who's special to you. And mm-hmm. you may have regrets. It's opportunity to reconcile those regrets. I would say because I'm a therapist, there's ways that we can do therapeutically 
to help you be able to put to rest some of those regrets that you have around losing that parent. And then, like Dr. Asia said, is like make sure you're you know appreciating them when they're there, and then you don't hold those regrets too much. And always remember those legacies can be passed down. And to people who are you know may have lost a parent to incarceration, um, mm. go visit them. I mean, if if it's available, if if time is available, go visit them because they're sitting there in alone, alone, in regret. And being incarcerated is a it's not an easy thing to do, and it's often lonely all the time. And I've always said is like if they apologize for what they did to you and and what was going on in their lives, you know the mistakes that they made in their lives and you don't forgive them, then that burden begins to lie on you, and that's your that's way. Right. So it, it leaves that legacy. It's up to you to kind of step. You might need to step forward and reconcile that in whatever way you can. And some people need a little bit of help. Now, just because mm. you're listening to this show, it's like, okay, Cedric said, you know, I need to reconcile that. You have to do it on your own terms. And, that's right. And you may have to work through, you know, Finding the words to say or learning how to forgive, whatever whatever process that you have, you can also do that. You can make those steps to be able to repair those laws. And then the last piece, if you have a a living parent who is lost a father that's just not emotionally present for you, that's the same grief piece that you're trying to reach out to somebody who's not available to you emotionally. So one of the ways you can address that is you can, again, I, I, I want to push spirituality, extending it, seeing it from a bigger picture, and then being able to just understand that that person has struggles too. And sometimes this, this absent, alive but absent parenting fatherhood is a legacy that has been passed down through generations. And mm. so inviting that absent parent, if it if it works or if the trauma of that parent is not too huge, you know, inviting them to sit down and, and do some therapy with you and processing with you. And, and that provides opportunity to heal this negative legacy of having an absent parent, you know, and then you can mm-hmm. pass that that legacy down to the next generation. And you just disrupted a cycle. But understand that although you look at parents as super people, they're not. Mm. They're just mm. they're just regular old folks, just like the rest of them. When they have fathers have their struggles too, and everybody deals with it differently. And just understanding that and being okay with that allows you to separate yourself from their struggle because in reality, it's not necessarily all your struggle. It's their mm. struggle and their regrets of not being available too. So that's my that's my spin on it. It's pretty thick, but it's needed and well said. Yes. And well said. Well, all right. Happy Father's Day to all the father figures, all the biological figures, all the stand in figures, every man that is taking care of kids and community kids that are his and kids that ain't his. And Thank happy you. Juneteenth. Don't go buy and that happy ice cream. Juneteenth. Don't go buy that ice cream where they trying to market it. Jesus. Market Christ. Juneteenth. 
Jesus Christ. Less you need to, oh, don't, uh, look, our show is over. I ain't trying to open up that whole can of worms. Why you Ice do cream that? is good, though. You, you did exactly what our clients be doing, throwing that grenade <laughs> and then walking out the door. Oh, and by the way. <laughs> and by the way, we got one more hour. Oh. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Colors of Relationships. Peace. Peace. And also uh, like our stuff and make sure you rate our show. Oh, yeah, that's that right. Help, that helps us to create buzz. Like and, and share. Like and share. Please like and share. So if you haven't like done and it share. and you're a fan, please do that because like it helps grow our program. So please do that. Like and share it. Like and share it. Like and share it. Like and share it. I'm done. We're done. We're out. Peace. (laughs) Be sure to find us on Facebook at Colors of Relationships. Follow us on Instagram at The Colors of Relationships. And find us on Twitter at The C-O-R Podcast.